0: Good afternoon. Good evening. Good morning. Good day. Welcome to our very international call. This is our workshop, the final workshop of a year-long series, a little bit over a year. Welcome. This call is being recorded. Please join me in the new Set-Aside Prayer. God, please set aside everything that I think I know about myself, my unmanageability, the 12 steps, and you, for an open mind and a new experience with myself, my unmanageability, the 12 steps, and especially you. Please join me in the serenity prayer. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. Courage to change the things I can and wisdom to know the difference. So it's been a while. It's been a long journey. It's been over 12 months and you're the survivors. No, seriously. Many more people started. And I'm congratulating you with whatever work that you've done at the very least showing up on a weekly basis more or less consistently and perhaps doing even some of the work that has been assigned. Maybe not all of it, maybe not consistently, maybe not as diligently as you want to, but it's your path. And I've really insisted on that throughout our journey. The whole purpose of today, like last time, like last week, is for you to comment on your journey, if you care to. Do you have any questions about where do you go from here? How do you go from here? What do you do? What can you expect? Do you have any comments about? the workshop and or positive or negative experiences that you had with it. Primarily I'm interested to hear from you just because I think it's good for you to acknowledge it to yourself, let alone to the group. What your shift was, I promised you based on the interpretation of the big books, step 12 spiritual awakening and my understanding of what that means, that you would have a shift in the way you think and feel and behave. And it would feel like it was done to you, obviously not without you. And you're welcome to comment on any aspect of that.
1: I'd just like to say I'm not boasting, but I haven't had a mood swing for over two hours. And I just want to share very briefly about the process that I went through and then I'll just talk about my experience and I won't go on too long. And so, you know, I'm in ai I haven't had a drink for 17 years and I had an ambition to do, I had an ambition for step four and five to be done, but I couldn't do them you know, and, uh, and I couldn't do them because I wasn't disciplined and I was afraid. And, um, and then after 12 years, so I did step one and uh, use my willpower and I didn't drink. My life got a lot better on the surface. And after 12 years, a lot, a lot of life happened and I wasn't equipped to deal with it. and so I had a breakdown and then I had more than, I, I really had an ambition to get step four and five done because I knew I had to do them. So I went to a counsellor and uh, they took my money and I got a bit better and I still had to do step four and five. <laughs> and so I got a sponsor and I said he said, write step four. So I went off and uh, I'd write a bit, put it down, go back to it, write a bit, and I couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Then my, um, my, a member called me and said, there's a workshop on the steps, are you gonna go? And we're, we're locked down at home in a pandemic. I have no excuse not to go. So I go along with him and we, we joined on step four, your workshop, and he's my accountability person every week. Going to, going to your workshop, it's like going back to college. We've got these assignments and uh, we get a little bit to do. People are saying an hour a day. We were able to do the the work in an hour a week, you know, an hour a week, a half hour, an hour a week, you know, and as undisciplined as we are, we would leave it to the day before and we'd still get it done. (laughs) And the reason we got it done, I got it done was because I would phone him and say, how are you getting on? He said, I have it done. I have to do it now and i think if he had dropped out i would have dropped out no. so the accountability person is very important so i got my step forward on with your column method then we came to the bit where the wrap up which is not it's a bit vague the wrap up i found yes. everything else is very it's very it's very detailed clear what to do yes. so i st- I started doing my um, wrap up, and um, my sponsor had recommended I write the book autobiography style. So, my wrap up became the book. Yeah. It became the book. It's about a 100 pages. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I wrote that in a week. Wow. I couldn't do it for 17 years, you know. And I wrote it in a week. I shared it with him. Then I shared them with him one day. The next week I shared the column Method and we talked for five hours. And, and, you know, I've had a profound change, you know, and the profound change, it wasn't like the sky opened up or anything like that. It was the all the confusion is gone. I know who I was. I know who I am. I know who I want to be. Yes. Yeah, and sure. and I'm, I'm doing a lot of work on myself with God, and with the direction my sponsor now and i'm asking you know i'm asking for the grace you know to because i understand now i can't forgive people you know i myself will my anger is too strong i can't forgive people on my own i need to have god to forgive people and um i do i'm doing some regression and you know it's going it's going well you know it turned out i had ptsd from childhood you know like like a lot of us have, and um, and only God could remove all that from me. And, you know, I, I'm just very grateful, you know, and I'm progressing, you know, and, like, I have my list done for step nine, but I'm not ready for that yet. I have to build the relationship with God. And I'm very grateful to you, to all the people who shared. I learned so much about myself and about others, and I've enrolled for the listener as a listener for the next workshop. And I'm looking forward to it. Thank you, Herb.
0: Nice. You know, it's interesting because um, most people, including myself, uh, do, do a autobiography first, which opens us up then to be able to do the specific resentment and fears work. And you had just the opposite experience, didn't you? you yes. You, you did the, the step, for work out of my assignments and then you were able to do an autobiography which sounded quite detailed and very um cathartic for you
1: the, the reason was after i did your work i did the the wrap up yeah very brief i did it very briefly on the secrets oh. and that and that was what was stopping me Ah, oh, right all right got it and it was, and it was one secret that was stopping me. Yeah, and uh, and the like, you know, it says make a searching and I'm fearless moral inventory, you know. And when I was driving down to my sponsor, I was full of fear. Yeah, to share it. It right. turned out my secret, my sponsors had the same secret. There you go. And uh, it turns out that you know, uh, it was a big deal to me. I'm a big deal to me. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not. I'm not a big deal, and it's not a big deal. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, well done. Well said. That's right, exactly. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm glad, you, I'm glad I pursued that because it reinforces what that first man had said to me about secrets and the importance that we really dig underneath and, and, and reveal all of that. Yeah, thank you. Thank so. You. much. Yeah, you bet. Thank you,
2: hi. I, I wanna start out with all my gratitude list. Um, I'm really grateful that I was led to this um, workshop. It was an amazing experience and I am telling a lot of people about it. Um, and uh, I'm grateful for um, you as a teacher, Herb, and i grateful for my step guide I'm grateful for all the people who shared. Um, they were also my teachers. Yes. And yeah, and, and that's what makes it so powerful, I think, this, this work. And um, such o- o- open and honest sharing. You don't always hear that kind of sharing in meetings. Um, and um, my small group, and then um, also everybody who supports this, you know, all the administrative people, all the hosts, all the people who do service for the workshop. Anyway, so I'm very grateful. And um, I just want to say that I feel like this, this last part of my life is all about really finding the authentic me, in reality and the, the enormity of, of who I am. I think that I've kept myself um, contained and I, um, you know, and carried around a lot of pain that I didn't need to. Um, I am. I am going to be doing some work with a therapist um, on some PTSD. But I realized it was really a huge thing when I was talking about, you know, my my father's abuse, and you know, and the last time that it happened was in my twenties. And and you very gently said, "Well, that's been a while, hasn't it?" <laughs> <laughs> Um, I like your, uh, the way you, you inject humor into the teaching. I, I love that. Um, and um, yeah, you know, I, I didn't start right away. I started at the end of step one. So I, I just found out that you started with 10, 11, and 12. And are you going to be doing that? again oh great great okay so yeah I'm signed up because I want to I want to for sure get get what I had missed in the beginning on on those steps and also on step one so I'm I'm signed up for a listener I Mm -hmm. find it's very rich even being a listener you know you do have to take responsibility because you don't get called on you know so you have to step up you know? Well,
0: and that's where the small group I could probably and thank you for that. You don't know it, but you just made a suggestion as okay. I heard it to be really strong with the listener group about the small group because that's an accountability partnership that they can establish for themselves. Absolutely. No, yeah. That's thank you. That was an insight for me. Thank you. Okay.
3: Yeah.
2: yeah. Um yeah, it was it was great. Um my step guide was very, very good at that, <laughs> keeping yep. us yep. and in a very kind way. Um, I don't respond well to um I guess um control control freaks.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: And um, you know, I'm it triggers something in me. That makes me want to rebel, and makes me want to be dishonest as well. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm a work in progress, and I have progressed.
0: Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah.
2: So um, I feel like I know a lot more about myself, and and what I I feel like uh, sometimes I just get this feeling that comes over me that. I'm just free. I'm free to do what I want to do
0: right.
2: and be led. You know, I, that's, all, I, I keep, that keeps coming up in my head. You know, I'm, I've been led, I've been led to, and I've been open to being led and I've been open to, um, I think that that's a spiritual experience, you know, that, All the things that have happened to me in the last probably four years have been all about that, about saying yes. You know, being led to the threshold and then saying yes, I'm gonna cross it. Yeah. And that's what it's been about for me in the last few years.
0: Yeah, Yeah. right from the beginning, uh, you talked about seeing that you were playing small Yes. And you became awake to that's what you didn't want to do. You wanted to play a little bit bigger than you had been playing, but you felt confined as if you didn't have a choice. And now, you know, you have a choice.
2: Yes. That's the the freedom.
0: Yeah. Then that's the freedom. There you go. Yeah.
2: So thank you very much. Thanks very much. I'll see you on July. All right. Thanks.
4: I've had big changes this year. Um, One, I always wanted a formal meditation practice. And then you introduced me, us, to the difference between meditation and contemplation. And um, I, for the past year, very few times have I missed it. Twice a day, morning and night, I sit for 20 minutes in that contemplation. And um, that's been huge. And it was surprisingly, it's harder right now because I'm uh, having some uh, emotional problems, but I'm still doing it. And it's just amazing to me. I wanted to, I've been in program for 18 years. I always wanted that. And this year it happened in this crazy time. And also the thing that I've noticed, um, I've been with my husband since I was 21 and I'm 60 now. And I would have told you that everything was his fault, everything. It was pretty bad. And then my mom, I would have told you everything was her fault and it was pretty bad. And I would have told you that my brother who passed away, he was schizophrenic and a heroin addict, everything was his fault. And this year, um, and it was hard to look at my mom's pictures, especially ones where she'd be smiling because she didn't have that smile for me. And now that's become very friendly. And I just noticed that this year, her pictures are friendly. That tells me that there's forgive, I've forgiven her. Or uh, I began to take responsibility. And I realized she really, I used to say they did the best they could. And it was a shitty job. But yeah. now it's just like, they did the best they could, just like me. I mean, you know, I'm doing a crappy job right now. Myself. You know, I'm just barely getting through. And the same with my husband. This was a big thing. I really, because uh, I did your work um, on your uh, website last year, and I was very thorough about it. And this year, I did a little lighter, but I did a very deep fourth step, not as much, but a lot of it was on my husband. And then I said that prayer for I don't know three weeks or something and then I began to know I began to notice that uh, he's not the enemy anymore (laughs) it's just as annoying as it always has been yes I bet I'm super annoying we've been together since we were 21 and it's a surprising thing is anybody would have thought we would have killed each other during this pandemic no and it's not the problem anymore I realized it was all my choices learned behavior I went and found it you know Um, and my brother who died, I don't know, eight years ago. Yeah. If I started thinking about the trauma and the abuse he did, that would get bad, but you know, he was so sick. God bless him. He was an addict and mentally ill. And so these are the things that I noticed this year. So when you say, look, look behind your shoulder and see what the difference is. Um, I don't feel like when I'm sitting in med, uh, contemplation that I'm getting anywhere. It's pretty crazy most of the time. And I didn't know that this work, this four step I did, but that's what happened this year. And, um, I'm still, I'm in a way I'm food is still not a problem. It's quiet, uh, even in this absolute chaos that I've been in for the past five weeks, it's just really amazing. So that's what I've noticed this year. And I just wanted to tell you, thank you. And I've introduced several people to this and there's more coming, hopefully for this next workshop. And uh, I'm really grateful to you.
0: Thank you so much. Wonderful. Wonderful. And by the way, I'm, I'm very happy to see people eager to share this news, this good news about the STEP and the STEP workshop with other people um, because that's the way it will grow uh, organically. Um, But I am curious about how you, uh, or what you said uh, at the beginning and that is that you've been around the 12-step programs for I think several years actually quite long. And yet it's only in the last year, year and a half that you have a consistent meditation practice. And I'm curious as to what was the hook? What was the the precipitating experience or information or or motivation for you to go from a non-meditator to a meditator?
4: I'll just have to answer it like this because I don't know. Obviously, we had something to do with God, but what happened was I have tried to sit. I, I, you know, I actually listened to a lot of Buddhist material. I've sat a lot, just couldn't do it. Just couldn't stick with it. I went to one of your um, uh, centering prayer. Yes. In the well, a year ago, a year ago, I went to that at night, and starting that night, I never stopped
0: interesting i don't
4: know if it was the simplicity that when you said when you said the only way you can do it wrong (laughs) i like doing things right only way you can do it wrong is to you know not do it at all or get up leave and i went wow maybe i could do that and i do not know why that hooked but Uh, it hooked
0: yeah uh,
4: and i never turned back on it it's a little harder right now because what
5: I'm going through.
0: Sure. Yeah. 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 You're going through phases and stages and cycles, but um, it's the simplicity that really attracted me to it. Yeah. Yeah.
4: I like, I'm a big, I think a lot. And this was just so simple. You mean, I don't have to, like, that's it? <laughs> okay. I could do that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: That's what it was, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Right time, right place, right person.
0: I get it. I get it 100%. Yeah. Yep. Thank okay. you. Thank you very much.
6: Thank you so much. And um I think I've told you that my study group is going to be continuing on and we're we're right now working on forgive for good and doing the assignments in there. Yeah. So all of that I'll be continuing um my AA sponsor, you know, all that is going well. I will tell you that I am having a lot of trouble staying abstinent in uh, a food program and for some reason I don't take it. This is how I describe it. I'm in love with my AA sobriety. My it's 18 years and it's, you know, it's it's just I'm in love with it and I can't fall in love with the food program. And I didn't think I was just going to say this out loud, but that's just what came out of my mouth just now. Um, Mm -hmm. And I know that you're going to say it's all the same source, right?
0: Well, but but it's a very different problem. It's a very different problem, but the solution's the same. Um, But there's got to be variations on how you manage it. And I'm not, I'm not in that, Uh, fellowship or um, do I have experience there I have exposure to people like yourself and we chat about it but um, it's different and I do understand what you're saying
6: yeah Um, the other question I had is um, I really appreciated the fourth step process that we did and I got to seeing you know Everything that I was nurturing, the resentment I was continuing and maintaining, I started the whole forgiveness thing, and now the person is continuing behavior that is making me refeel resentment again. Should I just go back and just keep doing the same process?
0: Well, uh, maybe, but the point of the process is to identify what the trigger is in you. Because don't expect the person to change, you're the one that's reacting. So in the third column, the, the experience that I would invite you to challenge yourself is to what is it that I believe that this person should change, that this person should behave differently, that I should be able to handle it better. Uh, better, w- what is the should that's operating in me? What is my belief? That's and right. and if that, that yeah. might be productive. And then certainly mm-hmm. um, in the fourth column, look at what your motive is. What's my motive for being there? What's my motive for reacting? Um, and get underneath that. Between the two of them, when you own it, It's not them, it's always you. When you own it, then perhaps you can adjust it in some way. As they say, or the psychologists have taught me to name it is to tame it. And that's what this analysis is all about is for you to get very clear as to, well, so what what is the benefit of you reacting this way? That's a rhetorical question. Yeah. Mm
7: -hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Got it.
0: Yeah, got and it. then, of course, pray for healing. That's mm-hmm. that between the third and fourth column, a very powerful process of prayer. And it's really about healing. Sure, the removal of the deep resentment, of course, but that's the surgery. I need to heal from the surgery. Yeah.
6: I understand what you're saying. I started my vision went out again to the person and that the work was all is all here. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The problems never outside ourselves. Ah. I know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh her. So I'm 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 going to go to a different workshop for sure. <laughs>
6: I will be a listener in the next one and I'm very grateful for this year. You 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 rocked it her you rocked it on Zoom.
0: All right, yeah, I've fallen in love with Zoom. It's really spoiled me. Not only obviously is the commute better, but I think the communication is better. Oh, it's it's wonderful. I'm I'm sitting with you personally. Everybody else disappears in my view. Where I'm in a large room with a bunch of people, uh, of course, then it's, it's literally you disappear into the bunch of people. Or if I'm on the phone, it's not as personal like when I see you reacting with your hands and with your face and with your eyes and with your head. It's like it's a totally different experience for me. I'm I'm loving it.
6: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I also have just fallen in love, too, with all these faces that come back every week, you know, and to watch us all struggle through the questions and just feel empathy and like for yeah. each other. It's
8: been great. Yeah. Herb, this has been um, a wonderful, wonderful experience for me. And I feel like um, I have grown so much in this last year. I felt like uh, prior to this workshop, I was really stagnant in my recovery. And, you know, that I just wasn't growing. I was just going through the motions. I was going through to meetings, but I wasn't doing the work to right. get better. And I, I feel I, I'm proud of myself, for one, that stuck to it you know, that I did this, I stuck to it um, and that, you know, I did most of the work, not all of it, but a lot of it I've done. Um, I did uh, the uh, fifth step with my sponsor, but we had to break it up. So we still have more to do. Oh, Um, um, I also am in a study group. I think I shared this um, uh, before that uh, the study group I was working with in this group, we kind of disbanded Well, I did because I wanted to join a study group with my sponsor and my sponsor sisters. So they are in the beginning of another one of your workshops. So I'm going back through what we've done and I'm finding that to be really rewarding because I'm doing it with my sponsor, you know, and the accountability is, is there and we're showing up and we're doing this together and we're already connected. So I feel like that's really bringing us even closer. So, this has just been an amazing um, experience for me. I feel like my spirit has been awake, awo- awakened. Yes. Um, <laughs> um, uh, um, someone was speaking about the fourth step earlier, um, and it was just so beneficial for me to do that fourth step in the format that you, you know, with your worksheets. And in particular, you know, working through that resentment with my father, with you. I feel like I had a one-on-one therapy session, you know, know, and I got so much out of that. And, And after having worked through that, you know, he popped up, then my sister popped up. And then last week, just over the weekend, I went to a restaurant and who do I see? But my cousin at a park across the street from the restaurant, she was on my resentment list. And this stuff is not a coincidence. I'm convinced it's not a coincidence.
0: No, it is. I
8: saw her. It was like, it was like I did not feel the resentment. I mean, I've done the prayers and all of that. And at that moment in time, when I saw her, nothing, it was gone. I was happy to see her, happy to see her, you know? And it's like, um, reading that forgive for good book, you know and how trivial you know he makes some of those resentments seem. Uh, yeah. It's like you know I'm just wasting my time focusing on those resentments, you know giving it that much energy and power. you know how we talk about you know and living rent free in, in our heads. but I, I really I'm in tune with it. That's what I feel like. I feel like I'm not detached. You know, from my feelings anymore. Right. Right. I feel like I am responsible. You know, like we've talked about, for my thinking, my behavior, my actions, what I say, what I don't say. I, I just, I just feel connected, yeah. and like I'm really doing what this program has suggested. But see, I just feel like, um, I don't know. You know how it talks about um, being asleep, thinking I was awake. Yeah. Oh, that's that's where I was. Yeah. Asleep but not knowing that I was asleep. So my spirit is awake, awakened and um, I'm committed. You know, I feel like I really want to, to do this. I haven't signed up for um, the, the the listener workshop, but I plan to, I plan to, you know, because I've gotten so accustomed to being with you all on Thursday night. And I know that's Friday night, so that might be an adjustment, but I want to do it uh, because it's, it's just been so helpful and listening to everyone share. And sometimes... I don't even have to share because other people say it for me or um, just the interaction with folks and them sharing themselves with, with us. Um, some of the things that they've said have helped me to see things that I wasn't even looking at. Yeah. I wasn't even looking at, you know, um, I'm just more attuned to, to me. And so for that, I truly do thank you because um, this has been very rewarding for me and I thank you.
0: Wonderful. Thanks. And, uh... It sounds like you're uh, taking responsibility for your own journey by leaving a group that you were in and going to a group that would be supportive in a way that you, you chose differently. So the, stay open and, and don't, um, don't get into the rut unless you're conscious that that's the place that's serving you the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wonderful.
8: Yeah. And, 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 you know, was there anything wrong with the women that I was with?
0: I I just
8: wanted to move on and continue the journey with people that I knew that I would be accountable, accountable to as I carry on in my journey. It helped me to um, really get closer to those women that my sponsor also sponsors and just how much more alike we are than different, you know, just being able to really get deeper too. Yeah. Um, and I need I'm the kind of person I kind of I need accountability because if I mean,
0: I, everybody does, by the way,
8: <laughs> if I can hide, I'll hide. And mm-hmm. I mean, and I remember early on in this session, you talked about hiding was a form of dishonesty.
0: Correct. It
8: stuck with me. That stuck with me.
0: Mm-hmm.
8: You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not hiding as much. <laughs> that way. <laughs>
0: hide, exactly. Not as, nice. I'm aware
8: of it, you know.
0: Right. Yep. Yeah.
8: Right. And that's the thing, just the awareness, having the awareness yep. of uh, what I'm doing and what I'm not doing. That's, yep. that's huge for me.
0: Yeah.
8: Yeah. I don't have any excuses anymore. Not that I had any before, but I had found some, you know, and it was like I just didn't have truth.
0: But we don't even know it. I mean, the very fact that you can repeat something with understanding, that is, I didn't know I was asleep, and now I'm awake. You have to be awake in order to know that you were asleep. Mm-hmm. So already that's the evidence that you're waking up, that in fact you kind of like, oh, I was asleep.
8: Yeah, a deep slumber. <laughs>
0: Well, again, it, that's that's the complacency and habit of human beings, though, because it's easier that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. yet, and yet, it's not.
8: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because once you once you once you become awake, awoke, and you you hear the truth. Yeah. You no, know, you you just can't stay silent. Or at least I I can I'm having trouble, um, you know, being silent. And I don't want to get back into those old patterns. Yeah. Uh, No, I I don't. They don't serve me well. They're not useful.
0: That's right. That's right.
8: Me staying stuck. And, um, you know, another thing, and then I'm going to let this go. One of the things that I had not realized about myself was that um, I really, really know how to play the victim to the point that I didn't even know that I was playing the victim. One of the things that I saw in my writing how much I played the victim and how much manipulation. You know how much I manipulated things. Right. I just didn't. I didn't know that. It's right. so subtle. That especially that
0: victim part. Is it's it? so subtle. That it seems. It, it seems so real. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm.
8: Yeah. So thank you, Herb.
9: Uh, Herb, I want to thank you. You know, I could. I could thank you every day, really, because just like you said at the beginning of your workshop, you know. Uh, the set aside prayer to be taken to a place where I've never been before. And that's what's happened to me, Herb, as a result of um, being mentored by you and working the 12 steps of Alcoholics Anonymous in a really profound way. You know, I remember going back to the very beginning, you ask us those four questions and one of them was, are you being honest? And, you know, I say yes, because I truly believe that I'm being honest about things. But as I've worked the steps with you through this workshop, I could see where, in so many ways, I haven't been honest with myself or my sponsor, and it's really good to be able to just say that and to get honest and to talk about the things that needed to be talked about. And you know, that just lightens the load. It's a good thing. Um, I could tell you all all kinds of nice things about myself, but maybe I should run upstairs and get Karen, have her come down and tell you how. Maybe that's not true, but right.
0: Um you know I'm I'm sure that you are a nice man and and yet what you said is I thought I was honest until I did additional work yes. and I found that there were shades of gray That's, That's all Yeah That's it wasn't a mortal sin coming from right. my tradition of Catholicism mortal versus venial but it it it, it was like oh I didn't know that I had that blemish.
9: And that's exactly what it's been, Herb. You know, going through this workshop with you, I guess when we got to parts of it, first of all, in the beginning, I thought I could skip some things because I'd been around for so long and that wasn't true. And then I thought, well, I don't know if I really want to go to that place because I don't know if I really want to bring that back up again. And that wasn't true either. You know, everything worked out for good. And I did want to ask you a question about Did you in the very beginning say that if you will be honest and be willing to do this work to the best of your ability that you promise we would have a spiritual awakening?
0: Yes, I I can hear myself saying that, yes.
9: Okay, I, I thought you said that, Herb. And you know, the way I always, you know, coming through years of Alcoholics Anonymous, you know, we repeat things that we hear. And that's what my that's what my journey has been like, especially with the men that I sponsor. But yeah. I have been telling the men that I'm sponsoring now that um, I'm asking to come into your workshop in July. I think they all are. I've been telling them what you said. And gentlemen, you know, this is the real deal here. You know, yeah. I'm not saying don't go to AA meetings. I'm saying that if you do this, this will be a, re- a real benefit in your life and Herb has made the promise that if you work these steps the way that they're laid out for this workshop and do it the best of your ability, you will have a spiritual awakening. They're pretty excited about that.
0: Yeah. And, and, you know, it's, um, it's not my promise. It's okay. my, it's my quote. Okay. Of the big books promise. Okay. Well, that's step 12, isn't it? Yeah. having had a spiritual awakening as the result of these steps could yeah. it be any clearer right So when I say it I'm I'm merely quoting the big book I'm also absolutely acknowledging my own personal experience with mine and the people I've taken through individually as yeah. well as now 25 years of taking groups through yes. So I'm very confident. Yeah. You
9: know, one of the things that I'm aware of, Herb, is, you know, in my travels each day, the places I go and the people I see and that sort of thing, that my heart has truly changed Mm -hmm. about the way that I feel about people. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, I mean, I, I was terribly judgmental and critical, you know, inside towards some men, you know, that I was around a lot and various things, but... That that has changed. You know, God has changed my heart in that respect. And I think it's a direct result of that step 10, step 11. Yeah. It's been amazing. It really has been. I thank you for that. I really like the way you started your workshop off with those two steps. I didn't get it at the time, but it was perfect because it set me up at the very beginning of the work to dive in and then just lean into the light all the way through it. Right.
0: Yeah. I think that change, that shift in the protocol for me, moving 10, 11, and 12 to the front, doing it again at the end, but moving it to the front so that people have the tools and have some time to absorb it if they care to. I think that's that accounts for the improvement in mm-hmm. the survival rate. Yeah. Because the groups are 20 to 30% larger at the finish than they've been in the prior 23 years.
9: Oh, that's great, Herb. Well, Herb, I thank you so much and I'll look forward to seeing you again on the next workshop.
10: It's been an amazing experience for me. I'm enrolled for next year. Looking forward to it with my same uh, study group. Mm. The study group has been just a phenomenal experience for me. Uh, part of it is the simple accountability and structure of meeting at the same time every week Mm -hmm. Um, and the biggest part of it uh, are the wonderful women that I get to share with and they get to share with me as a matter of fact I was able to do my fifth step with someone in my group and that was really important. It was wonderful because she knows more about what you talk about than I do, or she has a deeper, much deeper understanding of it than I do. So it was really helpful. I'd say at this point, I think my awareness is greater because I'm generally in a, I feel better. I'm more clear. Um, I'm not as angry as I was, or when I get angry, I kind of think back a lot of things I worked through on the third and fourth columns.
5: Right.
10: And they're kind so far they're embedded in my brain. It's like, oh, 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 gratitude's the answer here. You're not being grateful. Um, and that usually is like, oh, okay. And so it's just been practically, it's been very helpful for me. Um, like someone else said, I find this group, this group is so, I, I want to say comforting, but it's more than comforting that I, and I don't find that at AA. I like AA and I still go, I still have a commitment and do it three nights a week. But um, this has really been special. And and I have so much more to learn. I feel like I never did the first, definitely three steps, even though I've gone back and read and read and read. Hopefully I'll do it better this time. I'm looking forward to it. And I'm just very, very grateful to you for what you've given to me and what you do. I hope you take care of yourself. I
0: do, in fact.
10: Yes. Okay. Thank you.
0: Yep, I plan on being around for a long time.
5: Yeah, I I really appreciate
11: what you've done in terms of uh, making your workshop open to people of
5: all fellowships,
11: and um, uh, really helping the participants do a really deep dive into the big book. Um, you know I, I, I just I think that's a really for me and I know for some other people I know it's it's really valuable some of our fellowships use other text in in conjunction with the big book it's not that they
0: don't you know we all
11: use it we all love our big book
0: but um, not, not everybody is exposed to the big book by the way because uh, uh, yeah you yeah, know so uh, yeah part of part of my uh, mission, is to make sure the big book gets exposed to fellowships outside of AA that are not as keen on the big book. I hear comments like, well, it was written in 1939. Well, it's got old language. Well, it's gender specific. Well, it was written by a bunch of middle-class white men, Protestants. It's kind of like, oh, come on, give me a break. (laughs)
11: Yeah. Yeah. No, I have heard a lot of those different arguments, you know, not so much in in the, at least in the fellowship circle that I'm in, I've been in other food recovery programs, and, and some of them, they pretty much are like, yeah, that was then, and this is now. <laughs> but, um, you know, I think we have to be willing to strip away, like, yeah, it was written in 1939, and it was written by a bunch of white men, but that doesn't mean there aren't Valuable there isn't valuable information, you know, (laughs) I mean our Constitution was written by a bunch of white slave owners and you know they they were awful in a lot of ways, but they were also pretty smart in a lot of ways so. I, I, I'm I'm fond of the don't throw out the baby with the bathwater phrase, but I know that gets really loaded. So um. <laughs> Yes, it's
0: <does. laughs> but that's why we come with a prayer for an open mind and heart. So yeah. I don't need to comment anymore. Your comments are wonderful, yeah. thank you.
11: I think the way that you did step four with the columns. Yeah, I think that's such a gift to people and you're the patients, save all your patience for those, you know, that step. Like if you have a limited reservoir, because it takes some of us a while to really figure out these columns and what you're describing and what we're doing. But, you know, once we kind of get past the like, Oh my God, it's so different and crazy. What do I do? Um, you know, once we get past that and usually we have like a step guide or somebody who's done it before who figures it out. Um, it's truly amazing. It's truly amazing what the different how that is in it's, it's different and it's not different, right? It's 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 a different way of yes. looking looking it's a different way of processing that inventory. And it's really helped me with what you were saying earlier that the trouble is always inside of me. Yes. You know, my um as I've mentioned, my father is sick and my mother, who is very, very self-centered, wants to come out in uh, July. And you know how my husband's doing this and he's bringing out my mom and he's you know, coordinating the flights and the schedules. I was telling my sponsor about all this. And she says just one little thing. She says, why is your husband doing everything?
0: So what was your answer to your sponsor?
11: I told her, I, I I don't know if I got, I didn't say anything in the call. I said, you know, I have to think about that. Or I might have immediately just said, because I don't want to or something like that. But, you know, when we talked about it again, I was like, you know, I'm having him do it because I'm just afraid to make her mad. I'm afraid of her anger. I'm afraid to not be good but, enough for her.
0: You know, um, my personal experience and stance with people, no matter who they are, is I tell them on a need-to-know basis, number one. Number two, my immediate response playing, role-playing for you with the answer to that question was because I don't want to deal with her and I'm a really good delegator.
11: <laughs> yes, I am a good delegator. And my husband is just such a gem. But I'm so, if I'm like... I really want her to come out here and I want her to have a good time. Will you take care of it. And he does it. (laughs) There's
0: there's nothing wrong with that. (laughs) I'm, I'm, I'm seeing that as a really healthy thing. And his response could be codependency, but I'm going to assume that it's because he really loves you that he can in fact take care of it. And it doesn't bother him to take care of it. So, That's exactly the right way to, excuse me, healthy way to handle this. (laughs) You know, Dr. Berger said it, and I've I've mentioned it here on the call some time ago. There's only one reason to do anything because I really want to. And there's only one reason not to do it because I really don't want to. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah.
11: Yeah. Yeah, so I don't really want to deal with her, but um, I feel yeah. like, you know, he and I talked about it, and he's like, you know, I could do it all, but she is your mom. You might want, she, she's going to be here. You may want to at least have a, one conversation with her, so.
0: No, that's um, your choice.
11: It is my choice. He's not making me.
0: <laughs> and, and you get to determine the rules, if you will, the, the protocol, the parameters of that uh, time I mean if you want to be with your mother and it's going to be 15 minutes make it 15 minutes or an hour or two hours whatever it is you set up don't allow her to set the rules of the game yeah yeah
11: and then the one other thing I was thinking you know a lot of my people in my study group and people are signing up for the workshop again is us actives are signing up as listeners, and I mean, I, I signed up as a listener. But I have to tell you honestly, I it was nice to hear you say to somebody else, "Don't fall into the what do you call it the the rut rat the rut rat
0: uh rope the rut maybe or the rut
11: yeah because this was very intense for me and with this. My FA meetings and my study group—it just was. It's not possible for me to work a forty-hour work week. Well, you know, doing the homework and participating, and and I knew that going into it. I was um, not working full time going into it, but now I am, and I kind of feel like maybe I just need to take a break.
0: Yeah. What do you
11: think? I mean.
0: Well, um, first. It's really what you think in prayer. I know you're asking for a sounding board and I am going to give it, but I'm going to set it up first. And uh, so the decision is yours in prayer. And then in consultation with your sponsor, I recommend to people because it's my experience. I took a break after doing the steps because each time I did the steps, I finished step nine within the year or the two years that were allocated for it. I finished the steps and then I didn't do the steps again for another three years. That was in the beginning. Now, I did the the steps the last time in 2003 with a step guide and I haven't done them since myself, uh, one through 12 with a step guide because I don't feel the need to. I live pretty rigorously consistently in in 10, Mm -hmm. 11 and 12. But those first 10 years, 15 years, I needed to do that. But I needed space in between to practice and absorb what I had experienced.
11: I like that. I think I would like to do it again in about a year now that I I did a better. It really took me a while to kind of get around the the step four, column three and four. And I was really focused on like a, a work relationship thing and so I didn't really deal with some of the lesser but still there you know some Mm -hmm. of the ones like you were talking about well what about the people who irritate you what about the little things that get under your skin and I think it would be really good to go after those but I spent this this particular workshop really um digging deep into the this issue with this boss person because I mean it, it was pretty It was pretty loaded it had a lot of other stuff that that resentment wasn't there was other stuff about my life in that resentment so i needed to work through that one
0: Um, and and you can always do laser focused work i think i mentioned in 2008 or nine right in that area um i did some laser focused column three column four work on two or three individuals it took me a couple weeks but I didn't do steps one through three to build to it. I did do some five through nine afterwards, but it was all laser focused and it only took me a couple of weeks.
10: Oh, that's I, was, great.
0: I was dealing with a couple tuna that got into my yeah. canal.
11: <laughs> well, we'll see after my mom's visit, I may need actually to do it.
5: Pretty solid oh, you That's right. <laughs> Thank right. you
11: very much. I really feel like you opened my eyes to a very healthy way to work through resentment. Well,
0: the conversation was certainly healthy for you and me to have, but also because it opens up a whole uh, conversation with other people that we might not have had recently. So it's very important to have that, I believe, healthy perspective toward it. At the very least, the listener meeting is a really good meeting, whether you're doing the work or not. Yeah. Yeah.
11: Yeah. And so I, I believe the structure is the listeners, they're all on the um, Thursday or whatever day of it. It's a, but for maybe Thursday. They, yeah. So they're all on the Thursday call. And then Friday is when you talk to them, or they talk to you.
0: Uh, On a volunteer basis. Yeah. Right. I don't, I don't keep a list. Yes. You
11: don't call on people.
0: (laughs) I do not. Do not. Yeah. All
11: right.
4: That's the
0: major difference. Thanks very much.
5: Thanks very much for the workshop. And I feel like my, um, the, the fact that I stayed until the end is, um, um um because of my sponsor. Um I did this workshop for the second time this year and last year I dropped out at step six or seven. So I promised myself to finish it this year, but then um life came along and things happened and I had a baby and and I was very anxious and but because I promised myself to stay, I wanted to stay, but not as an active listener. So I told my sponsor, it's too hard. I've got a small baby. She's crying. I'm going to drop out and, and do just a passive listener. And, and she said, oh, yeah, yeah, look, uh, babies are great and crying babies are great. So just just do it with the baby. And if you can't wake up because she, she doesn't sleep the whole night, just... Um, just don't do it, but try to do your best. So, so I stayed, and I'm really, and I'm really grateful because I feel like you promised the results are bigger than, um, than the, uh, that than what we put in. So that's been my experience yep. for this year, and I'm very much looking forward to my experience for next year, Wonderful. the next workshop. Thanks, Herb. Uh, you bet.
7: was often afraid of not, not actually being doing the work. I talked about it. I wrote about it, but actually walking out the door and doing it. And I had a wonderful week and I was actually doing the work. And It's like osmosis. I mean, I, it, I was just doing it. Yeah. And another example is, and God is a funny God. He's a funny God. And he knows I like men. So this man that I've known for 17 years, It's kind of been calling me and then he asked me for a date and we went on our second date yesterday. And you know what? It was so nice herb because I didn't go out and buy my wedding dress today. (laughs) It's so friggin' nice. It's like I just want to be a friend. I just want to, you know, we had a great, great time, but um I just listened for the first time. I was quiet and and I had and there was silence and it was okay. That's not who I, you know, that wasn't me before. It's like I had I couldn't have silence. So anyway. I'm different and, and and it's going to be, a f- I'm really looking forward to life. I'm really excited about life. And I hide myself in my job. I love my job and I hide behind there and I don't really interact with recovery people. I mean, I go to meetings, but I don't say anything. And now I think I have something to say. And um, which is my experience of my spiritual awakening. And the okay. other thing I did is I spoke up i wanted i wanted to read this book and i spoke up to the group and i and we got a group together and we're going to read emotional sobriety together and i was always the indian i didn't want to be the chief i used to be the chief (laughs) and i was down down your throat the chief (laughs) and i i two girls signed up to be listeners and i i didn't go down their throat i just told them my experience and that's all I have. And, and oh, oh, Herb, I'm so glad I learned that everybody has reality and it's not always my reality. I'm so glad I learned that everybody perceives things differently. I, I'm so much more calm and relaxed about other people. I'm not scared of people. I was so right. scared of people, Herb. Yeah. And I, I'm not afraid like I used to be. And then my God is so much bigger. Oh, my, my God is so much bigger. And my sponsor even said to me tonight, and she's very tough on me. She says, really good to hear you talking positive about yourself. Nice. Cause I've been, you know, cause I, I didn't do that before. And so mm-hmm. anyway, thank you so much. And it's all because of this workshop and, yes. and thank you. Thank all the people, um, that taught me how to listen because it was important what you guys said. And I didn't know that in the beginning.
0: So, yeah.
7: and, um, it took me until now to realize it's, it's important to listen to other people and to learn because remember when i came in i thought i knew everything and now i know i don't know anything yep. and i'm really excited about learning so i will see you july 8th
0: wonderful thank you so much and i can i can hear the change not just in the words you use i see it on the face but it's the the resonance and tone that you're using it's very much a shift thank you so much thank you herb yeah
12: I guess the big insight for me that came early on, uh, I guess, during step four was, you know, um, uh, uh, the understanding of uh, narcissism as it played out in my personality. Um, It's just been a fantastic process. uh, really, uh, sort of realized that my ego has got smaller through this process, but only in understanding that that definition of narcissism. Um, I'd done earlier work on narcissism in AA, but um, I think it. I think it takes what it takes to realize, and to experience, and actually just to be free. Um, so I had no attachment to it. I wasn't scared of it, um, and. Um, now I can see God, you know, with, with the key relationships in my life. Yeah, I was a little, little narcissist running, a uh, little Pol Pot running the show. Um, and it's really helped me with any resentments because I know every time I'm the one that's kind of running, <laughs> making the problem. I mean, that's been in the big book. I've read it a million times, but still it's been a big insight. Um, you know, um. I've, I've been saying the removal of deep resentments prayer for six months. Um, my relationship with my sister, um, you know, it saw me make a really beautiful amend to her recently. Um, you know, I've thrown myself into helping others at my lowest throughout this process. Um, you know, uh, the accountability has been very embarrassing um, in the amends. Um probably showed me how I inflated some stuff, you know, just that like overprocessing of things. So that was good. Um, so, yeah, understanding narcissism and the role in my life with my son, my work, my family. Um, uh, I've I found the step six columns really, really good, amazing. Um, I, I've only just finished praying through those every night, just praying for their removal through step seven um, on each line. Um, I really love the the, the principles. Um, I'm probably going to just use those ongoing um, and just pray on one every night, just reflect on that. Maybe even just bring that into my morning meditation. I've also really loved the difference in my meditation. So I start with prayer, I go into a meditation, a focused meditation um, on part of the prayer, and then I do that contemplation. And I've just sat there and just contemplated the nothingness, and that has been very peaceful for me. Um, I really loved that. Um, I had a real awakening through step 11, Um, you know, just God as presence rather than, you know, Jerry or whoever it needs to be. It's just presence. It's given me new interests. So during step 11, I just started to tweak onto onto the UFO stories <laughs> you know, I was suddenly I was like, okay, let's go there and that was fascinating. Um I've sort of put that down but it really it, it it's opened me up step 11. Um I know I've got a future to look forward to but um you know, I think one of the wonderful like simplicities has been, you know, life is taking the next indicated action based on principles. Um, the next right choice, pretty much. That's it. I mean, and I'm, I'm, I, I'm just telling that to my children now. You know, that's it. That's all you need to do. Um, yeah. um, you know, um, I'm abstinent over one year. I'm sober and I'm drug free. You know, that's that's the main thing. Um, I think you've really opened me up to that intimate interdimensional reality as an experience and a belief, that's kind of the next frontier for me. And it's, I think I've known it intellectually, but now I have it as a presence and it's very, very spiritually fulfilling. And I love the closed fist um, for the closed mind. Um, And, uh, you know, when I get too big and and too fast, um, I come back. I can see that I've got a closed fist. You know, I'm just you know, chopping life up, chop, 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 chop. Um, so, no, I've, I've really enjoyed it. Um, I can see um, I had a sponsor or I've had an older Sober member for years talking to me about you're a, fir- you're a newcomer in the first five years. You only get a program at 10 years. You've only just started, you know. And um, I've, I've had a new career in August since I joined um, this 12-step program. I've visited my childhood farm and my soul country. Um, I've watched the relationship with my kids flourish. Um, We're looking at buying our forever home, you know, with a great lifestyle and school that's very counterintuitive to the, um, you know, the upbringing that I had. You know, it's much more free. Um, I have health and I'm helping my mum. I've reconciled and I've forgiven people I've done a thorough step four through nine and I've stretched and I've humbled and I've walked through hell um, and I've emerged better for it. Um, and today I know I'm a narcissist recovering one day at a time.
0: Is that, that was a, a lot, but I wanted to no? show <laughs> <laughs>
12: thank you. Oh
0: no, it, it's, uh, it's uh, comprehensive, it's fascinating. It's no surprise but it is wonderful to hear the color of it. And the thing that you kept repeating is, I've read about it. I've heard about it. I've understood it. I've even accepted it. But this is a time where I've had an experience with it. And that that's transformation. When you have that experience, and, and you could even understand experience without having one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. And until you have it, then you really don't know what it means. And, and it's clear from the wonderful litany uh, that you've had uh, transformative experiences. And, and the really good news is if you are faithful, I, I don't mean perfect, if you're faithful to your program, there's it's going to continue to expand, yeah. Thank you. Thanks
13: very much. What, what I was working on in the workshop with my four step and fifth, and letting go of is um a lot with my, my loved ones where uh I felt for them, even though I had this inner dialogue of unenforceable rules in my head you know, my chest would hurt, my stomach would hurt, you know, I I would want to say something, but I did, I wouldn't, you know, and so, um, you know, I just, if I could do anything about that, the chest hurting or the stomach hurting, because I would feel their heartbreak. And uh, uh, this week, all, all three of my kids had things going on, four, had things going on, And I absolutely had no, no, I could listen. I can empathize. I could, you know, I didn't have to have the sympathy. I didn't have, I didn't have a heartbreak. It was, it was almost like I felt like I had a final exam to this workshop. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It was was my, my gut wasn't hurting. My heart wasn't hurting. I was just able to hear them. Um, Unless they asked, I didn't give them any advice. Um, And it that's transformative. That is huge for me. Yeah. Uh, not having that, that knife to the chest, like, Oh, that's happening to you. Um, and that inner dialogue, I, you know, I didn't even have that inner dialogue. It just wasn't um, it was, it was noticeable. And there was a lot this week. There wasn't just one thing happened to one person. There was a lot of drama happening to many people at one time. And, I'm just in awe.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I've heard a phrase from Al-Anon that I think you're describing, and that is, with love, detach, detach from your circumstances, detach from the people. You're you're still involved and you still care, but you don't have that connection of of a string that their pain becomes your pain. Correct. Yeah,
13: there was this. Uh, definitely, this. They obviously know I love them, but I, I, I felt detached. I didn't feel. Yeah. Didn't feel a need. Felt very powerless. Yeah. Yeah, I have no power. I have no. I have no. Advice. No. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. I. Can't, I can't fix this.
5: Right. Um,
13: but actually, not having that physical, because it was. It would be. It would manifest as a physical pain. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't have
0: that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the freedom that we're talking about. The freedom doesn't make us callous. It just makes us realistic that life's in session. There are some things that I can influence. There's nothing that I can control. Yeah. Yeah.
14: yeah. It's been going very, very well for me. Um, I, I just feel there's been an incredible letting go and living life a lot easier uh, as a result of the step work. I've yeah. been able to, like was described earlier by speakers, you know, my prayer practice, just being faithful to the routines. And, yes. um, and then I, 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 I believe I get inspirational thoughts during that time in the morning. And just keeps me focused for the day. And now I have given it a lot of credence to those thoughts. Yes. You know they're they're um. You you had a lovely phrase for it, and I just can't call recall it now. But it's about like focused thinking,
0: intentional,
14: intentional. That's the word. Intentional yes, intentional
0: consciousness.
14: Consciousness. Yes. Yep. Yes. I hadn't you know i couldn't recall the phrase but yes absolutely that and it takes me from self to focus on others yeah yeah right and it just makes life the living of life easier it does it takes mm-hmm. the responsibility i'm all the quintessential you know the narcissistic the control the eldest in the family the eldest daughter Piles of brothers, you know, the elderly, infirm mother. (laughs) And I am able to stand back, love at a distance, you know, um, not feel that all the responsibility is mine Mm
0: -hmm.
14: and and allow them to carry their load and do the same with my young adult children. Yes, yes. I don't um, call them my children anymore. They're the young adults that live with me. Yes, mm-hmm. you know, and and that's very freeing as well.
0: And it's very empowering for them, by the way.
14: Yes, yes, and and I find they are coming to talk to me about very personal issues, mm-hmm. both medical and other. Okay. That that a young man wouldn't, I think, naturally, especially where I live, yes. um, openly speak to his own mother about it. You know, and my daughter has described me as how oh, it's easier to talk. You know, she finds it easier to talk to me as her mom than some of her friends can't mm-hmm. speak to their mothers. And I feel so grateful. And when I hear things like that, when I hit my knees at night, you know, I give thanks every single night. I just can't believe the days I have. Every day has been better than the day that preceded it. No oh, yeah. Yeah. doubt, you know. And today my brother-in-law died mm. and it was an expected death, but uh, earlier than one would think, you know. And, um, you know, it, it's a sad day too. Right. But yes, I'm very, very grateful. Despite COVID and everything, I got to see him. He was very lucid and... It was very nice. And, and even today now, my sister-in-law was saying how she really appreciated that opportunity to see myself and my husband and talk with us and, you know, mm. just have empathy with what she's doing. Now, I did go into well, this weekend. Um, he was still alive when I was going to work this morning and I was going into a bit of overdrive as to what I could do this coming weekend when I was off work. Mm. But of course, you know, I told God my plan and he's had a good laugh because he's moved the whole thing on from me. I didn't have to go over there and see it. Right, right, right. You know, so yes, yes. Living life much slower and in, in gratitude, which is fantastic.
3: Thanks to everybody who's shared and thank you very much, Herb. Um, <clears throat> what I've been really getting present to is, is that what I've appreciated about what we've been doing in this, in this um, workshop with you Herb is just learning some really practical tools, Yeah. some really, some really constructive and obvious things that I can actually do yeah. uh, to really improve my situation. And one thing that I added today that I really liked is 10 long, quiet breaths to settle into meditation. So thank you for that. Um, I've, I've spoken before about what I've got out of this program, but I'll, I'll just quickly go over it, over it again. Yeah, you gave me the opportunity to have a conversation with God in my quiet time instead of sitting there trying to empty my head, which, which wasn't possible. Um, I, I too have really realized my self-centeredness and my narcissism. And when you said, when, when you suggested to, to get an accountability buddy to deal with um, the issues that, you know, that I, that I want to improve about myself, that, that has been really Really practical again and really useful. And I recently asked my sponsor what I needed, you know, what is something that I could work on. And she said humility, which I was furious at. (laughs) (laughs) How
0: Um, dare you? Don't you intuitively know how humble I am? (laughs) She said from her eye chair. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Yeah, exactly so um but but having learned what i've learned with you you know i went and i looked the the word up i think i shared this i looked the word up and i um i made a list of things actual actual practical things that i can do Mm -hmm. and um one of them actually was was not trying to convince to to discuss things without trying to convince another person that i am you know that my view is right and and that's actually quite been quite groundbreaking because for me because i i work in a in a as a stylist but there's a big sales component to what i do so my job really for years has been to bring other people over to my side and um yeah so that's that's been a really um really interesting journey, and I notice as well and and it's just it's just so in my face right now I'm actually really going through it at the moment and i'm I'm very grateful and I feel like I've got a lot out of this this workshop but I just see how much how much work there is that that I still have to do and um, recently I've been arguing with my sponsor, which isn't very humble either is it
0: Well, it may be be. arguing, probably not discussing strongly probably is humble if in fact you're confronting something that you really do feel needs to be discussed and resolved. Yeah. So the humility would be is in challenging your sponsor, uh, not to bring them to your side or to make sure you're right but to attempt to discern what the truth is
3: so do you mean ask my sponsor to explain
0: oh, well certainly that at the very minimum yes but you might even have some type of an energetic discussion where they think they're right you think you're right and but you you stay in a humble position of an open mind open heart expressing your side of it and documenting it in whatever way that validates your side, but also listening very much openly to perhaps changing your mind based on their presentation. That, that's humility. So, uh, Teresa of a 16th century Carmelite mystic, she defined humility as truth. Humility, finding the truth. What is the reality? That's what I meant by that
3: mm. okay well i he- I hear that as as finding the love
1: all right,
0: this. that would be a synonym, quite frankly, i'm sure yeah
3: mm. yeah, so well, thank you very much herb yeah it's it's been it's been a been a wonderful journey, and i I really relate to other people who've said. We're, or the, the, the general theme, which is we're in the journey. I'm on, I'm on a journey. The journey is the destination. And yep.
0: yeah. Yeah. Um, so many people ne- never get on the bus. Yeah. We're all on the bus.
3: <laughs> yeah. And it really is wonderful. And thanks for all the really practical tips.
0: Um, probably over 30 years ago, I was on a retreat, a weekend retreat, and the retreat master facilitator at the end of the retreat gave us a meditation called A Chinese Legend, The Bamboo Story. And it was so moving for me that I have used it at the close of any retreat, I do certainly, and uh, each of the year-long workshops. So I would like to read it as a meditation. It's in the way of life document. You can always access it there, but I'm not asking you to, or to be reading it. I'm asking you to listen to it as a meditation, as a guided meditation, because it's a phenomenal parallel summary of the process that we've been through over a full year period, steps one through 12. And yet it comes from a very different culture and very different vocabulary, but underneath it, underneath it, underneath it. Listen to, listen to the parallel. Once upon a time in the heart of the Western kingdom, lay a beautiful garden. And there in the cool of the day was the master of the garden walking. Of all the denizens of the garden, The most beautiful and most beloved was a gracious and noble bamboo. Year after year, bamboo grew yet more noble and gracious, conscious of his master's love and watchful delight, but modest and gentle. Often when wind came to revel in the garden, bamboo would cast aside his grave stateliness to dance and play right merrily tossing and swaying and leaping and bowing in joyous abandon leading the great dance of the garden which most delighted the master's heart. Now upon the day the master himself drew near to contemplate his bamboo with eyes of curious expectancy and bamboo in a passion of adoration bowed his great head to the ground in loving greeting The master spoke, bamboo, bamboo, I would use thee. Bamboo flung his head to the sky in utter delight. The day of days had come, the day for which he had been made, the day for which he had been growing hour by hour, the day in which he would find his completion and his destiny. His voice came low, master, I am ready use me as thou wilt bamboo the master's voice was grave i would fain take thee and cut thee down a trembling of a great horror shook shook bamboo Cut me down, me whom thou master has made the most beautiful in all thy garden, to cut me down? Oh, not that, not that. Use me for thy joy, O master, but cut me not down. Bamboo, beloved bamboo, the master's voice grew graver still. If I cut thee not down, I cannot use thee. The garden grew still. Wind held his breath. Bamboo slowly brin- bent his proud and glorious head. There came a whisper Master, if thou canst not use me, but thou cut me down, then do thy will and cut. Bamboo, beloved bamboo, I would cut thy leaves and branches from thee also. Master, master, spare me, cut me down and lay my beauty in the dust. But wouldst thou take from me my leaves and branches also? Bamboo, alas, if I cut them not away, I cannot use thee. The sun hid his face. A listening butterfly glided fearfully away. And bamboo shivered in terrible expectancy, whispering low, Master, cut away. Bamboo, bamboo, I would yet cleave thee in twain and cut out thine heart, for if I cut not so, I cannot use thee. Then was bamboo bowed to the ground, master, master, then cut and cleave. So did the master of the garden take bamboo and cut him down and hack off his branches and strip off his leaves and cleave him in twain and cut out his heart? And lifting him gently, carried him to where was a spring of fresh sparkling water in the midst of his dry fields. Then putting one end of his broken bamboo in the spring and the other end into the water channel in his field, the master laid down gently his beloved bamboo. And the spring sang welcome. And the clear sparkling waters raced joyously down the channel of bamboo's torn body into the waiting fields. Then the rice was planted and the days went by and the shoots grew and the harvest came. In that day was bamboo once so glorious in his stately beauty, yet more glorious in his brokenness and humility. For in his beauty, he was life abundant. But in his brokenness, he became a channel of abundant life to his master's world. Join me in the prayer of St. Francis, which talks about a channel. This is the channel that we've become. This is the soul surgery that opened us up to allow grace and the life of God And the life of the life force to flow through us, to us, out from us, into the world around us. Lord, make me a channel of your peace, that where there is hatred, I may bring love, that where there is wrong, I may bring the spirit of forgiveness. That where there is discord, I may bring harmony. That where there is error, I may bring truth. That where there is doubt, I may bring faith. That where there is despair, I may bring hope. That where there are shadows, I may bring light. That where there is sadness, I may bring joy. Lord, grant that I may seek rather to comfort than to be comforted. To understand and to be understood. To love and to be loved. For it is by self-forgetting that one finds. It is by forgiving that one is forgiven. It is by dying that one awakens to eternal life. Amen. Eckhart Tolle in the book, The Power of Now, has a line that just intrigues me. The secret to life is to die before you die and realize there is no death. You see, this process is the death of the false self so that the true self can live a full optimal life. Thanks everybody. It's been wonderful to be your companion on this journey and we'll meet each other as we navigate life together.